0: Starting tomorrow, Texas lawmakers will be back in Austin for their third special legislative session of the year. Governor Greg Abbott announced his wide-spreading agenda coming up.
1: And if you play the Powerball tomorrow night, you could have a shot at walking away rich the staggering amount the grand prize has grown to.
2: And hard to beat the weather out there for the last day of the first weekend of ACL, but some rain returns soon in your forecast.
0: And starting tomorrow, Texas lawmakers will be back in Austin for a legislative session. This is the third time this year. Governor Greg Abbott announced his wide-ranging agenda Thursday. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm Mike Rush.
1: And I'm Britt Moreno. That agenda includes a version of so-called school vouchers, border security, and banning vaccine mandates in the private sector. Our Capitol correspondent, Monica Madden, has what to expect.
3: Lawmakers gearing up for an expected contentious fall session. Their biggest ask creating an education savings account program. It would allocate public dollars for parents to put toward private school tuition.
1: Public schools, our neighborhood schools, our ISDs are the only schools that take all kids. They are required by our state constitution, different from colleges, right? This is a requirement for our, um, that is fundamental, foundational in this state and we are not fulfilling that.
3: Between opposition from nearly all Democrats and several rural Republicans, the measure has an uphill battle in the House with on the fence members.
4: If the private school takes a voucher child, do they get to choose which voucher children they take? No, they, they should take all vouchers if, if they take any. Uh, they should take the same test that the public school uh, children are taking. I, I'm, I'm looking for a level playing field. I'm, I'm open to the conversation, but we need to make sure we're not tilting the table in favor of one or the other. We, we need a le- level playing field.
3: Governor Abbott has vowed to call lawmakers back again and again until ESAs are passed, threatening to back primary opponents for Republicans who do not get on board of his education priority. I'm making a phone
5: call to your state representative.
3: If you are a true believer in freedom, and the power of people to choose, then you would support empowering parents with school choice. Also on the agenda, a slew of border security items, including increasing criminal penalties for human smuggling, a previous lost-on priority. Abbott also looking to expand his COVID-19 bans to the private sector, calling for a prohibition on vaccine mandates for Texas's private employees. Monica Madden, KXAN News
0: and lawmakers will officially begin the special session at 1 p.m. tomorrow
1: another item of focus in the special session public safety specifically the development of Colony Ridge this is a neighborhood in Cleveland Texas lawmakers have had their eye on conservative media and GOP activists have claimed it as a magnet for immigrants living here in the US illegally and for drug cartels the developer of Colony Ridge rejects the claims and has invited lawmakers to come and see it for themselves
0: meteorologist uh, David Yeomans joins us now to talk about the weather boy you could not have have asked for a better weekend for the start of ACL. Perfect. It's just beautiful out there.
2: It's so nice to be able to go outside all day instead of sheltering inside <laughs> from the heat that we bared all summer. Let me take you out to ACL where weekend one attendees have really, really lucked out with the weather. Could we do it again for weekend two? We'll talk about that in just a minute. First, there are tens of thousands of people live at Zilker Park right now on our Austonian weather cam. The temperatures could not be much better. 78 degrees during the heat of the day, bone dry humidity, only 25%. It feels like Phoenix or somewhere in the mountains this afternoon. This comes after Austin's coolest morning since April 17th. Nearly six months ago, we bottomed out at 51 degrees this morning in the city, had some 40s in the suburbs. Coming up, a warming trend is about to resume, but we also have a chance of rain and a lot of cloud cover coming right behind it. We'll walk you through some new information on how much rain we may see and also have the forecast for next weekend's solar eclipse.
1: DAVID, THANK YOU SO MUCH. AN ARGUMENT TURNS DEADLY. A MAN WAS SHOT AND KILLED IN NORTH AUSTIN EARLY YESTERDAY MORNING. ACCORDING TO A POLICE AFFIDAVIT, OFFICERS WERE CALLED TO NORTH PLAZA NEAR GEORGIAN ACRES AND FOUND THAT VICTIM, 26-YEAR-OLD CHRISTIAN RODALES MELENDEZ, on the ground with multiple gunshot wounds. He was taken to a hospital where he later died. Now, a witness told police Melendez and the suspect Edwin Diaz got into some sort of fight before it escalated into a shooting. Diaz has been arrested and is being held on a $1 million bond.
0: Court documents reveal a man arrested for a fatal car crash near the Austin airport early Thursday morning admitted that he had been drinking. The documents state 44-year-old Ruben Yassasi was driving along Highway 71 when he lost control of an SUV and began driving the wrong way. The records indicate he hit another vehicle, killing the driver. Yassasi admitted to drinking that night, according to court documents, and faces intoxication, manslaughter, and crash-causing death charges.
1: He just David, it is literally the perfect setup for a wonderful day out at Zilker Park for ACL. This is day three of the Austin City Limits Music Festival. There you have it. Folks, There in full swing. Tonight's big performances include Hosier, Odessa, and Mumford and & Sons. KXAN's Taylor Gertman put together a photo gallery from day two of the festival. It's always fun to see what people are wearing to these things. Yeah. You can check it out at KXAN.com.
0: All right, still to come, reactions from a Texas Jewish community as bloodshed overseas continues after yesterday's Hamas attack on Israel.
1: Villages in Afghanistan left shaken and destroyed by a massive earthquake. Why this is the deadliest earthquake the area has seen in decades.
0: There was no winner in last night's Powerball jackpot, and now that prize grows to more than $1.5 billion. Tomorrow night's drawing of the Powerball lottery is now expected to be worth $1.55 billion. Powerball drawings are held three times on Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Powerball is played in 45 states as well as Washington, D.C., Puerto Rico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands.
2: Well, the death toll in yesterday's massive earthquake in Afghanistan continues to rise. The U.S. Geological Survey says the earthquake had a magnitude of 6.3, followed by three strong aftershocks. A government spokesperson says the death toll has spiked to more than 2,000, making it one of the deadliest earthquakes to hit that country in more than 20 years. Government officials say entire villages there are destroyed. Back here at home, very pleasant weekend weather after some heavy rain several days ago which brought us above our monthly average level. No rain today in the books at Camp Mabry. We still have 10 inches to go by the way if we want to catch up to average rainfall so far this year. Lake Travis has stopped rising by a few inches and now it's dropping down an inch just today. Your first warning forecast with a little rain
0: around the corner coming up. After two full days of deadly fighting between Israel and Hamas, U.S. warships and fighter jets moved closer to the region, and there are reports Americans may be among the growing number of casualties there. Hundreds of people on both sides are dead, and thousands more are injured. The U.S. State Department is working to confirm initial reports that Americans have died in the fighting, and that others are among hundreds who have been kidnapped and taken into Gaza. The Pentagon now confirming U.S. ships and aircraft are moving moving closer to the region, and officials are working through options, including one that involves putting some Americans on Navy ships to get them to safety.
1: All flags at the U.S. Capitol have been lowered now to half-staff for the next 24 hours. U.S. Capitol Police notified both the House and Senate all flags throughout the Capitol complex are to be flown at half-staff
0: to stand in solidarity with Israel. Meanwhile, pro-Palestine protesters gathered in Chicago today as fighting continues between Israel and Hamas. The protesters gathered outside the Israeli consulate in Chicago, chanting, carrying signs, and waving Palestinian flags. Protest organizers say they support the recent attacks in Israel, calling them a response to Israel's, quote, brutality and violations of Palestine national and human rights. Jewish communities across
1: the U.S. now praying for security and safety. Devin Clark has reaction from Houston's Jewish community.
5: It was a brutal and deadly attack by the terrorist organization Hamas, which included launching thousands of rockets into Israeli towns.
1: Simultaneously, we had, we had hundreds of terrorists infiltrating Israeli towns from the Gaza Strip. Basically, murdering Israeli civilians.
5: The casualties unfolding as families were in their own homes, going to synagogues, walking the streets, etc.
1: And I just want to use a number and let's let it sink for a minute. We're talking about over 300 people that were slaughtered today.
5: Like Consulate General Livia Link Raviv, Senior Rabbi Brian Strauss with Congregation Beth Yeshurin condemning the attacks
4: makes life very difficult for not only Israelis and targets Jews everywhere, but also makes life difficult for Palestinians living in the Gaza Strip who seek peace and democracy as well.
5: With the situation ongoing, local leaders are hoping to spread the word about Hamas and its mission.
4: It's a brutal organization that kills men, women and children. And it's no surprise that they have kidnapped dozens of Israeli men, women and children and taking them hostage into the Gaza Strip.
5: The result,
1: war. Once we are at war, Israel has to retaliate.
5: Link Raviv says the first priority is keeping Israeli citizens safe and making sure no more terrorists are in the parameters of Israel.
1: This is what the armed forces are doing right now as we speak, and the next stage would be retaliation going after the hamas leadership in the gaza strip and uh, making them pay the price tonight on kxan news at 10 a local jewish organization responds to the attacks on israel and a pro-palestinian group protests at the (laughs) capitol
4: First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David
2: Yeomans. Well, wrapping up a picture-perfect weekend, and we may have another one coming days from now next weekend for the next round of ACL. Long way from the hustle and bustle of Zilker Park, here we are on Lake Travis. Actually, a number of boats have been out there today on and off. You can see filtered sunshine through some high clouds on the Oasis restaurant weather cam. It's in the lower 80s from 281 east uh, westward toward Lano and Mason, upper 70s in Austin and Bastrop. What a wonderful autumn like day following Austin's coolest morning since late spring. We do have some of those high clouds coming in from South Texas and this actually has origin in the eastern Pacific from two tropical systems. These may actually bring a chance of rain to Texas. So let's dive in a little deeper. Here's tropical storm Lydia. Behind it, newly minted tropical depression, the 16th storm of the eastern Pacific season. We don't have to worry about how strong these are going to get, the exact tracks. The bottom line is that a whole plethora of atmospheric moisture from both of these systems is about to find its way toward Texas a couple days from now. Here's the site, Uh, Tuesday evening, two days from right now, with the green showing the highest moisture levels up in the sky. There's still some disagreement in where this slug of tropical moisture ends up. It's pretty certain that south and southeast Texas will see more rain than what we see locally, but enough of it may make it here to make for an overcast day with a few rain showers on Tuesday. So let's walk you through the latest high-resolution modeling of how this goes down. Here we are with filtered sunshine this evening. Tomorrow, pretty much the same. A lot of sunshine to start and then we'll slowly see clouds increase and thicken up a little bit during the afternoon and evening. Tuesday though, it looks like a slightly better chance of rain right now. Pretty cloudy skies from morning through the afternoon. Here's the green and yellow showing a few rain showers, maybe a clap of thunder. About a 40% chance of some passing rain showers Tuesday all the way through the evening hours. By Tuesday night though, the chance of rain from this tropical slug of moisture fades, and this is after some pretty scattered and pretty light totals. Right now we're thinking most of us who do see rain get a quarter of an inch or less, but I'll tell you right now there's a lot of uncertainty and how this moisture plays out. So, I want you to stay with us for updates. A little extra uncertain this time around. What we can tell you, though, is that a warming trend is starting. We're back in the 80s tomorrow, but then it's cut short by that cloud cover and some rain showers on Tuesday. After a day in the 70s, we're almost at 90 degrees a little later this week on Thursday. Looking toward next weekend, not only is it ACL round two, but it is the first of two solar eclipses, not the full solar eclipse that we'll see in April, but this is called an annular eclipse. Here at home, the path of annularity, it's called, where the moon will cover Almost all of the sun, except for this cool ring of fire, that'll be just southwest of Austin. Even in the Austin area, though, we should block a lot of that sunlight next Saturday, late morning through the early afternoon. Things get started around 1030. They stop around 1:30 next Saturday. Look at this. Clear skies, cool temperatures, should be great viewing conditions for the specific timeline in different areas of our viewing area. Find an article new from meteorologist Nick Bannon on KXAN.com. Tonight, nice and cool. Not quite as cool as last night as a light southwest wind blows in. 56 feels great by morning. 86 on a warmer day with some southerly breezes tomorrow. Here's your 40% chance of rain from that tropical moisture on Tuesday. Temperatures ramp up on Thursday. But then, another dry cold front brings gorgeous weather for the solar eclipse and for the second weekend of ACL.
5: This is
4: KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Hi, good evening to you Longhorns. They probably need the break, but likely a long two weeks after the gut-wrenching loss to Oklahoma Saturday. This one with national inc- implications as well as everything else on the line. And it came down to it as Texas and Oklahoma battled in the Cotton Bowl for the final time in a regular season Big 12 game. And with 2.21 to go, they've got it first and 10 at the 35. Quinn Ewers takes a sack, so they have to settle for a field goal with 117 to go. If they could have gotten one more first down, that field goal might have been to win it. So Oklahoma gets the ball at the 25, and Dylan Gabriel goes to work. Drake stoops over the middle for 12 yards. Again, they're playing with no timeouts. This was huge. Jalil Farouk gets a broken tackle right there up the sidelines and gets out of bounds. And then Gabriel continues. Stoops, the six-year guy from Oklahoma and that name has haunted Texas fans for a long time and suddenly now they're into Longhorn territory and they are thinking about a win not just a tie and then a big pass interference on Terrence Brooks that takes it down inside the 10 yard line now Gabriel here tries that quarterback draw not there so now the clock is running down and well Oklahoma they were able to keep that Texas pass rush at bay and the biggest one right there Nick Anderson back of the end zone, nobody home, and that is the game winner with 15 seconds to go. Second time in two years, they've won it with under 30 seconds to go. That last drive against a defense that's played so well all year but could not get that one stop.
5: Um, in my head, I'm like, this is the moment you live for. Um, one thing, Coach Sark hits on for us. We do two-minute drill all the time, so um, like he, he put us in position for the, for this time right here, and we just didn't execute when we're supposed to.
4: I expect us to get back on the horse. Uh, we got a, we got a locker room full of competitors. Uh, this is a tight knit group. Um, I'm, I'm super proud of them for what they bring every single day. It's proud of them today, um, and so we'll, we'll go one game at a time. Uh, I think this locker room is is full of champions, and our goal is to go win a championship this year. So we got to go handle our business. I saw those rankings. They dropped to 9 in the AP poll, 11 in the coaches poll. The week off then at Houston. Could find out that kickoff time for the October 21st game tomorrow. When we come back, NFL, of course, a big one right here tonight. Meantime, Texans taking on Bijan Robinson and the Falcons. That's all coming up. Welcome back. Rangers in a slugfest in Baltimore trying to take a 2-0 lead against the Orioles. They lead 10-5 only the fifth inning. Mitch Garver a grand slam. It would be their fourth straight playoff win tonight. Astros try to take a 2-0 lead on the Twins at Minute Maid Park. And all Texas ALCS looking very possible. Texans in Atlanta. That means taking on the Falcons and Bijan Robinson. You know, was it Texas? He was Bijan. Now all the NFL broadcasters are calling him Bijan. So we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, Bijan with the ten-yard run right there. But here come the Texans. There on back-to-back wins. A large part of that is CJ Stroud, their outstanding rookie quarterback. And how about that throw to Tank Dell to get into field goal range? to take a 9-7 to lead. Kaimi Fairbairn a little busier than D'Amico Ryans would like. Not able to punch it into the end zone. And then, speaking of punches, that ball got punched out from Bijan, so Texans get it back, but only manage a field goal. So still, it is a one-possession game, and guess who redeems himself? Watch the catch there. One-handed, hard to see, but Robinson into the end zone, and the Falcons take a 14-12 lead, but... Well, here come the Texans this time they do drive it down and punch it into the end zone CJ Stroud what an outstanding start to his NFL season a lot of doubters for the Ohio State quarterback 249 yards the go ahead score to Dalton Schultz but they leave the Falcons with some time and Desmond Ritter he's been a bit of a malign quarterback drives it to the 25 Drake London right there and then young Hoku has a chance to win it and nothing but net right there. Tough one for the Texans. They get the Saints next as they fall to two and three. Of course, we've got the game of the weekend. Cowboys 49ers right here on KXAN. Cowboys' last two playoff losses have come to San Francisco. Mm. Not revenge in the regular season, but yeah, it would yeah. be a big win for them. Bajan. Well, you know, you go NFL, you gotta fancy it up a little bit more. Uh, right it doesn't it rhyme. with Bajan. <laughs>
0: yeah, with the whole mustard thing he had going. Well, what's? We'll I how met that goes. him at a
1: charity event. I think he's too sweet off the field to correct anybody, so we'll never really know. <laughs> <Probably> <laughs> not. Whatever he wants, he's right? very polite. We'll be right back.